Hello and welcome to another podcast from Coach Martin Manila here. It is Coach Martin Manila speaking to you and I hope you're doing well wherever you are. Clearly you can check me out more on ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. Today I'm going to be chatting about how do you sound more confident, how do you improve your fluency, what's holding you back from sounding as good as you really want. It's a big frustration that all of my clients have when they first come to work with me, but over a period of time and three to six months of working together consistently, we get results. And if you're struggling to get results, maybe you've been trying for many years even to move yourself beyond your current level of English as a second language, or perhaps you're a native speaker. Uh, This will also apply to you too if you're struggling with a strong accent um, or maybe just a lack of confidence in your power of your words, then this applies too. So you can get yourself a 30-minute free Zoom session with me to check out exactly what's going on. Let me listen to you. Um, It's a safe space, not with any judgment. I'm here to help you succeed like a coach in athletics. That's exactly what I do, but for English speakers and also people who are entrepreneurs, if you have a great business idea but you don't know how to get it to take off, um, particularly if you're an engineer at the moment, an IT engineer and software engineer, I've got a fantastic opportunity for you guys and girls. Um, You need to get in touch with me to hear more about it. But basically, it's going to give you the chance to set up your own business, okay? Developing your own apps um, and get backing, financial backing on that as well. Um, I'm working with a really great client at the moment who is involved in an investment company. um, And they will be able to, if you have a good enough idea, clearly support you and back you. Um, It's not for the faint-hearted. It's for those of you who are really interested in setting up and being your own boss of your company. But the chances are for you to go massive with the backing of this particular company. So do get in touch with me and I'll be happy to connect you. So let's talk today about the purpose of the podcast, how to improve yourself. Okay, so are you struggling with your English accent? Um, Maybe you've got some sort of speech imperfections or lack of confidence when you're speaking. Do you wish you could speak English like a native speaker, but it's just not happening? If so, you're in the right place. Today, I'm going to teach you how to eliminate your accent, uh, fix your pronunciation, and most importantly, how to speak with confidence, even when you are among your friends or audiences around the world. Okay, so let's crack on. Let's get started. And remember what we said, active listening, please, people. So get a pen and paper, um, make a note in the tablet or smartphone, wherever you're listening to this. Try to listen to the words I'm using right there. Let's crack on. That's a great expression that we often use, meaning let's get started. Okay, let's roll our sleeves up and get stuck in. All right. So the accent reduction method. To start with, let's just examine why you, you know, as somebody trying to speak English, whether you're native or not, might struggle with an accent. Now, one of the most common reasons clearly is you're born and raised in a non-English speaking country. And if that's the case, you need to consciously work at eliminating your accent. And I don't mean eliminating as in like, okay, completely eliminate. So let me be a bit clearer here. What we're saying here is just cut things back a little bit. So if you are having a really hard time um, being understood, often, you know, hello, my French speakers, my Indian speakers, um, you know, look, some accents are stronger than others, Um, myself included. At times, my accent can get in the way if I'm not careful. So we have to be aware of who we are speaking to and how we are using our particular words um, with our accent. So the best way you can do this, to be honest, is to get feedback, okay? To get feedback from others. Honest, 360, we would say, 360 degrees, all round feedback. Ask people who you trust. 
um, whether your accent is interfering with how you're sounding in English. Um, and you want to do that with people who preferably are not from your own country. So you need to perhaps get in touch online. There's loads of free groups that you can use and you can swap language. Um, and also, if you want, as I said, to speak with myself for 30 minutes, I can give you feedback, all right? Now, it's really helpful for you to get that honest, direct, but, you know, as I say, nice, kind, compassionate feedback to say, okay, this is where I'm struggling to, to hear you. In addition, if you want to work with a group of non-native English speakers um, who will give you feedback in our sessions, you can join my group sessions. They're actually a really cost-effective way to get access to my coaching, because, of course, I'm in that live session too. Um, and also three to four others that you work with, very small groups, okay? So there's no kind of big intimidation here. It's all online. You can do it from anywhere in the world. Um, and you get the feedback. We honestly share with each other, okay, I didn't understand everything you said. Then we practice presenting, IELTS, OET speaking, interview practice, talking about debates. We debate with each other. We do brainstorming sessions. There are 10 sessions. And they run as a program, and you can book them through my site, eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. So check that out too. Um, so really, you need to get that feedback. Okay? And when it comes to it, um, if you're going to try and reduce or you know, soften that accent, you're going to have to practice, practice, practice. Now, there is method to the madness. That's a nice idiom. Okay? So it means bear with me, even though it sounds a bit crazy. Okay, Do it, and it will make sense. So just like any other muscle in your body, um, practice does make perfect. Nice expressions. What I'd like you to do is write these expressions down if you've not heard of them before. Find out what they mean, okay? And then try and use them after this podcast. I would like you, through this podcast, to make notes of the things I'm saying. Try and then use them today or tomorrow if you're going to bed at the moment. It's half past four in the morning here. Don't even ask me while I'm recording at half four in the morning. That's a whole other conversation. But basically, whenever you are listening to this, try and use it at a later point in your day or tomorrow, okay? And get it into your written conversations, your uh, you know your messages on a smartphone or whatever, um, and also in your spoken meetings today, okay? So when it comes to English pronunciation, it's the same as any other thing, okay? Um, there are rules that govern how people are supposed to speak English, believe it or not. There's a certain way to place emphasis on certain words and phrases. Um, if you want to be perfect at speaking English, all right, if you really want to sound fluent, you're going to have to practice using those rules of patterns. And this is using muscle memory as well. So this is what I said earlier about the muscle. You've got to be doing this repeatedly and training your mouth mechanics and muscles. And I've said this in other podcasts to work. Okay, this is going to take some time, but it is definitely doable. We do this together in my pronunciation coaching masterclasses. You can book with me and we really get you through this. Okay, um, it's like an athletics competition, right? If you were going into that, you're going to have to practice. You can't just jump into it and expect to sound fantastic. And I don't know how many times people come to me and you're being too harsh on yourselves. Because when I ask you, well, how often are you practicing speaking? And you're like, well, just every now and again when I have to use it with my colleagues. But I really don't like my pronunciation. I'm finding I'm not understood in my meetings. And I'm like, the reason is you're not practicing enough every day, my friends. Um, and if you've got nobody to practice with, practice to yourself and record yourself out loud. And you've got to almost be your own coach. If you can't afford coaching, then do it to yourself. Okay, It's much harder. I agree. It's better to work with a coach. But it's not impossible. And there's no reason why you can't find a 
coach to work with. Uh, let's just say that you can't afford my masterclasses at the moment. Come into a group session. That makes it really achievable. Um, in addition, you can get a free 30-minute session with me. So I'll be more than happy to give you everything you need to then go away and coach yourself. But also, there's loads of other platforms where you can find lower-cost tuition. Um, I'm not saying that it's easy to find the right tutor to work with because, you know, when you're paying lower fees, the, the tutors clearly, understandably, are not always, you know, going to be able to put in the amount of effort that, say, I do or other sort of more quality time tutors would do. But the point is this, you might hit on finding the right person. Uh, Preply is a good place to go and search for a tutor. In fact, if you follow my link down below, you'll be able to access some good deals there. Also, I talking. Um, and again, if you follow my link, you'll get, I think it's a $5 credit to use or five pounds. I can't remember if it's dollars or pounds. But the point is, you can get some good deals to try it out. Okay, so give it a go. Give it a whirl and see what happens. Um, so you've got to practice practice. Okay, that's really important. I'm going to teach you um, a way here, a method that will take you from a complete beginner with this to a confident speaker in no time at all. So let, let's get started. So the first step, find your strong points. Okay. So when it comes to English pronunciation, some people are naturally better at speaking a language than others. Um, some people are more confident in what they speak and how they say it than others. So it might be difficult for you to spot your strong points, but you should be able to identify some areas where you should excel. Um, for example, you might discover that you're very articulate and express yourself well when speaking. You might also discover that you have a very high tone and can hold your own whenever you speak. Um, of course, there's a lot more than one area where you can shine, and that's a nice expression, right, when it comes to English. But the main point is you should be able to pinpoint some areas where you excel. And once you've done that, you need to go to step two. Step two is to then find your weak points, right? So write down your strong points, where are you sounding good? So you're going to have to record yourself if you can't work with somebody like myself or another. Okay, and write down, okay, my strong points are these areas. I'm good at talking about this and that. Then look at the weak points, okay? You need to really, <laughs> okay, take a deep breath here. You've got to look at yourself, but you're really not good at with English, okay? Now, we don't like to do that. Of course we don't, but it's important. So maybe you've got a tendency to rush everything when you talk. Many times, if students are unsure of pronunciations or, okay, not sure of the words, you might run and rush when you speak. I mean, when I first started learning Spanish, because I had to teach myself Spanish um, from scratch, pretty much, when I, when I went and lived um, in the Canary Islands before coming to the Philippines and getting stuck here, um, basically, it is, it's very tempting to just rush the words together and hope that somehow the native speaker will fill in the gap. Right. It kind of sounds like what it should be. You're not sure yourself specifically, so I'll just rush it in there and hopefully it will get lost and no, nobody will notice. Right. Um, perhaps you stumble over your words or mumble. Mumbling is often an issue, particularly when you're not confident. You're not opening your mouth well enough. Um, let me just show you. Right. Now I am opening my mouth very exaggeratedly. If you saw me, it looks stupid. Right. But the point is this. As I'm opening my mouth, hopefully you can hear my clarity and enunciation has slightly improved, making my point here. So when you are not opening your mouth enough, the sounds are getting squashed in the mouth. And English is very much used with the tongue, the teeth and the lips at the front of the mouth. So you have to project the sound to the front. 
but many native speakers, particularly if you're an Arabic speaker or Korean speaker, it's coming from the back of your mouth. Anybody from Asia, this is an issue, okay? Middle East, an issue. So try to project forward. And the way to do that is to open your mouth more as I am now still, and also really push the words out. It's almost like you're telling somebody off, okay? Because that automatically increases your volume slightly and gets the tone right, and it, it, it emphasizes the front of the mouth. So, okay, you don't want to sound like you're like yelling at somebody, okay, or getting angry, but in your practice session with yourself, maybe do that. Try to really over-exaggerate opening your mouth because it's really going to help you get the idea. You'll be able to hear the sound and the tone of how those words really should sound when you're trying to open your mouth on purpose. Um, we are training your neuro-linguistic programming, I suppose, in a way here, your neural circuits because we are getting them used to this is how I really should sound. This is how the words should feel when they come out of my mouth. And then what I'd ask you to do is then we start to drop back, okay, that over-exaggeration of the mouth when we speak with other people. But you've already then trained the muscle memory like an athlete so that the sound is still not going to get as squashed as before, okay? So it is a technique that's better for you to try with you in person to show you on camera, honestly. Um, but hopefully you can see my point I've made there by really exaggerating the mouth. Okay, so you've got to be able to do that. And there are many reasons perhaps why you struggle. Okay, but with this, it's important to not underestimate the power of this simple step to find your weak points, write them down. Okay, and um, then it's easy to fix them. And once you've found them, remember, they're not going to go away on their own. It's like this, like I say, you know, write down your active listening. Okay, you've got all the words I'm using, but if you don't, practice, don't do anything with them, and not, it's not going to improve you, just have a list of new vocab, okay? Same with this, once you've found the weak points, okay, um, I want you to be able to then use it for the next step. You're going to be able to find your perfect accent, and most importantly, your perfect pronunciation. So let's move on to step three. So step three, when you know your weak points, it's time to find the reasons behind them, right? And when it comes to English, remember, obviously, we said that there are rules that govern how it's spoken. And you're going to have to learn and understand these specific rules if you want to sound like a native. In simple terms, this is phonetics. Okay. Now, phonetics is something that I've studied extensively. So if you want to get more in-depth coaching on that, again, this is why I'm an expert in certain languages now. I have trained extensively over the last what, year and a half, particularly in Arabic speaking phonetics and how you're using them with English phonetics and also with the Asian languages as well, because, of course, I'm over in Asia. So if you're from Korea, China, Hong Kong, Taiwan, okay, Vietnam, Thailand, all of these regions, also from my time in Spain. So if you're a Spanish speaker, hola, I can help there as well. French speakers too, um, I've got an interest in the phonetics there and how this works with the English phonetics. So I think you could say that I'm quite a specialist in certain areas, but even if I haven't mentioned your country, because I have an understanding from the amount of hours that I've done coaching, particularly during the pandemic here, um, I've met, I think, pretty much most nationalities on the planet. And it's a really privileged position that I've had, all from the Philippines being in lockdown. So, you know, I have had a chance to really study. And what I'm interested in doing is I, I like to work out from my clients and students how I can help you. I listen to what's going on and then I formulated my own personal coaching programs. So I don't just use, shall we say, a one size fits all. You know, many people who are trained as a, a TEFL teacher or something, they just 
I'm not being disrespectful, but most of them are following a certain template, a formula. But I've not done that. I'm now going beyond that. I design something specifically based on my own experience and observations. And try. it's very new what I do um, and quite dynamic. And this is why I get results from my students. And the point is this, that if you have tried everything else, then this is another reason to attempt to do something differently. Come and work with me because I can show you in about the first 30 minutes of the session, which is free, exactly why this isn't perhaps working for you in the past and how we're going to change that for you in the future. Okay, so when you look at it, the phonetics is the issue. When you know the reasons behind it, you're a step closer to fixing them. So if you discover you've got a problem with your tone, okay, this is going to tell you okay, that you're speaking more on the surface than in your body. Okay, so you've got to then take the, like we said in another podcast about your register, are you speaking in your head tone, your throat tone, or your chest tone? Okay, right. To fix this, you need to put more energy into your sentences and exercises. This is going to take a little bit of time, but you're going to be glad you did it. And once you've found the reasons for your weakness, okay, you need to then do the next step, right? So once you've done your research, okay, and you've got all your weak points, your best points, and everything else, now you're going to be wondering, I guess, how is all this going to help you? Right. You're going to basically use this to your advantage by knowing what you're talking about, and most importantly, how you're saying it, right? So here are the tips now to use this research to become confident in English. Tip one, I know it sounds arbitrary. That's a good word. Check that one out, please, and use it today or tomorrow. The first and most important step is practice, as we've said. It's very easy for someone to tell you you've got a problem with an accent or pronunciation. doesn't mean that you actually agree, though, okay? Um, most people from non-English speaking countries um, find it hard to believe there's a right way to speak English. Now, it is going to be possibly your biggest problem, okay? But what you've got to do, you've got to learn to believe in yourself and your ability to speak English, okay? Um, don't ever let your own mind get in your way here and think that it's just impossible to ever work out how to speak English in the right or native way. Um, native is a bit misleading. Um, we use it a lot in coaching English, all right? Um, you'll see it all over. I use it, other people use it, but let me be really clear what I mean by native because it's slightly different to the industry standard. Native, I just mean at a point where you're more comfortable and you're relaxed in what you're saying. Um, it should also technically mean native construction. So you're not, say, doing, if you're from China, you're not doing what we call Chinglish, okay? Mixing up your Chinese kind of sentence construction with the English words. Arabic speakers, you know this is a problem because you often come to me first with this issue and tell me, I don't know what to do with this, um, because everything is constructed differently. From Arabic to English, it's a totally different way we construct sentences, and there's run-on sentences in writing, and it can get very messy when you try to do that with English. So I totally get it. In Japanese, you know, there's certain cultural differences that just don't translate out. So this is what I mean by sounding more native, when you stop doing that and you really fall into the pattern of how, you know, a native English speaker would use it. But that isn't to mean that you have to get that 100% right. There is room for a little bit of mixing, okay? So as I say, practice, try out your new skills with other people, get feedback, continue practicing, and you're going to have to put in that effort, right? Um, really, it's for your, I suppose, benefit that you've got to know those rules that govern how English should be spoken. Try to listen to as many native speakers like myself and others on podcasts, okay? Find a natural accent. And once you've found it, try to 
try to stick to it. Find something that's comfortable in your mouth and your throat so that, you know, if you're trying to reduce down an accent, like, you know, if you're an Italian speaker, if you're from Germany or Turkey and not getting in the way, this harsh sound, try to find somebody to mimic and copy and just try to copy them every single day on a YouTube. 10 minutes of just trying to find somebody you really think has got a nice neutral accent just pause and repeat, pause and repeat, and repeat, repeat, get the muscle memory going, okay? And um, the more you practice, the more you'll be able to improve, okay? And with this method, you are perfecting finding the right one for you and hopefully improving that pronunciation. Record yourself and listen back and make a note of it over a period of time and compare yourself from, say, when you first started to how you're sounding in, say, four weeks' time, eight weeks' time, 12 weeks' time, etc. Um, that's what I'd recommend. Step three. Familiarize yourself, okay, with example text. So this is what I want you to do, as I've just said. Um, I want you to be able to find something, okay, that either written or, you know, or audio work that you're going to use to be able to find your natural accent quicker, right? Um, so really what I want you to do is to find a piece of text, familiarize yourself with the English language version, okay, and then repeat that, use that as your training piece of text so that in the end you're not having to, you know, I'm, I don't want you to really constantly having to be reading new items. I just want you to find something to train with. Like an athlete, we drill, we drill, we drill. Okay, we run, we run, we run. We don't, on an athletics track, for example, I'm just going to make the athlete run the same piece of track. Because I don't want them to be distracted by, okay, I'm now running in a different landscape. I'm now running in, you know, this is, we are just now getting so focused on at the moment for that athlete, like for you, we're doing is we're just working on your pronunciation. So you need to pick set pieces of text that you're very familiar with in English. And then you can just, you're not having to read them and work out the words as you go. It's almost become like automatic. That way, then you can just concentrate on your tone and pronunciation, record yourself, listen back yourself listen back that's going to help you and the the third one okay the third one the final part here it might seem a bit odd but i want you to take time to relax okay <clears throat> because if you're not relaxed okay all the tension comes out in your voice and your muscles in your mouth it means that everything gets constricted so even if you are working very hard on all of these other tips if you're not relaxed when you speak it's going to cause a problem Tension and stress are the biggest issue, and um, particularly when I do my master classes in public speaking and removing the anxiety of speaking in front of people, that's the biggest issue that gets in the way, all right? So you could have wonderful pronunciation, great understanding of words, fantastic vocab and sentence expression, but then the minute you get into a presentation, a meeting, or just chatting with somebody else, if you tense up, everything has a tension in it, your muscles in your throat, your neck, your mouth, this then works against you and you're going to sound that your accent is getting squashed. It's really not being clear. OK, so it's much easier when you're relaxed. Now, the way that we do that in a session, I can take you through this. But just to very quickly explain, you breathe into your nose really deeply. And I'd like you to hold that for about a count of four. So breathe in and hold. OK, if you can go beyond four, then try to go for seven. Okay, and then you want to breathe out, but really deeply, but throughout through your mouth for a count of eight. All right. So breathe in for four, hold for seven, 
and then breathe out for eight. These are eight seconds, clearly not minutes, people, because I don't want anybody dying on my watch, all right? Okay, so, and that's a good expression to leave on, right? Dying on my watch means not on my duty, right? Not while I'm in charge, nobody is dying, <laughs> okay? Oh my goodness, right, okay, so yeah, be very clear about that. Four seconds, people, four seconds, breathe in, hold for seven seconds, and then eight, eight seconds, breathe out, all right? Please don't do minutes. All right. So look, I really hope these tips have given you some confidence as to how you can tackle this. Many times we find the issue is people get so confused. What do I need to do? And you're trying loads of things, right? Okay. This keeps it very simple. Give it a go. Let me know how you get on. If you get stuck, message me. My details are down below. Please join my newsletter. Sign up for that. Also, if you've loved what I'm doing here, please consider buying me a coffee. It helps support me actually carry on doing this for you and helping others worldwide who can't access any coaching at all. I do some pro bono work uh, with many people, um, charities in Africa, and also here in the Asia region and South America. So please do consider helping me help others and helping you by carrying on doing these podcasts. It's been lovely to speak with you. I'm Coach Martin Manila, and have a good rest of your day. See you soon. Hello, everybody, and sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you, all right? So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. Um, check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have the time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one -one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And um, for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some of the native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for word count, to pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays, because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies when we look at how you structure those referral letters and how you write the client and the patient notes, okay? So it's very specific depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you, okay? So don't hesitate to reach out. 
And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.